Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Miss Cleary, can you please get me a pen and paper? It's time I put this charade to bed. Give this job to someone more deserving. Right away, sir. <laughs> Mr. Longtooth. You're <laughs> <laughs> well done. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> William said to give you this letter if you ever make such words. Well, I guess I should be reading it then. Edward R. Longtooth. From John Feathers. Written in his own foot. Dearest Edward, as I pen this with my own foot, I can see that you are still right where I left you, surveying the battlefield. Some wonder if you're planning our next moves or thinking on logistics, but I know you better. I've been meaning to have this conversation with you, and I believe you're taking your speech that you'll be the first long neck on the battlefield and the last to leave a little too serious. I know today didn't go exactly as planned, and yet, when I look at the camp, all I see is pebbles being shared amongst friends. Songs that will make any civilized bird blush with descriptions of, of their wives and how homely they are and, how, and, and how you would lose them in a crowd of the, because of their plainness. <laughs> Sergeant Patterson claims that his wife is so plain that you could mistake her for a rolling ball of yarn. I tend not to believe him. I tend not to believe any bird from the land of Banjo. And the reason for the cheeriest moods within the mobs is as we were falling back today, the short necks felt like they had won. A simple act of yours changed everything. You looked at the members of the mob and you smiled and said, Don't worry, we'll kick them tomorrow. If things don't go your way, not once have you put your head in the sand. You've always extended your feathers, shook off the dirt, and gone back to kicking. I know after this war, you might wish to go home, put your head in the sand, and spend some time with that exemplary, wonderful, run-of-the-mill wife of yours. But for the time being, once this war is over, the mob needs you. They need you to extend your feathers. Shake off that dirt and get back to kicking. I will, as always, be right by your side. From your brother in wings, John. Welcome, everyone, to Stories True and the Fictional. We are, of course, here on the eve of the cusp. Or no sure if it's already launched. <laughs> <laughs> on the launch of the amazing book written 
by our very own. A story of friendship, of brotherhood, of the bonds that bind us and the plain women that we leave at home that drive us to our victories. That was simply a small sample of one of the many stories we that J.A. Bryden found during his investigations of the true Emi Wars that didn't make it into the final into the final publication. Much like those who assembled the Bible, not every scripture or text made it into into the into the full completion of the Bible. I'm of course joined by historian, <laughs> scholar, the man who once masturbated into the Red Sea himself, J.A. Bryden. How are you going, sir? Um. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going well. Not, not, not all those things you mentioned are accurate. I'll let you. I'll let the listeners decide. Yeah. which, you know, I'll, it I'll was actually it was actually the it was actually the Dead Sea he mapped oh, yeah. into. Oh not... shit! You're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I missed. I mixed up the seas. You're right. You're right. You're right. So did he. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, now, wow. What, what, what? Now, as you're piecing together this historical work. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you've done the research, you found your evidence, you found your articles, you found your religious texts. <laughs> Was there like a Canterbury group of other like-minded individuals that helped you assemble which sections went into letters of the emu war or was it merely that you wanted to tell the because i mean there are other side stories that that sure i'm sure didn't make it into the final into the final text what was the determining factor of what became a biblical canon in your in your emu wars <laughs> book <laughs> what what's the biblical canon of emus at war um well look it all it all had to be connected like mm. if it and mm. like directly connected yep, yep. there had, had to be a core Everyone had to be interacting with all these, uh, shall we say, the big five. The big five, the big absolutely. Big yep. Four. No, it's the big four. Big four, I think. Yeah. Hang on. Now let me go through it. There's Edward. There's John. There's Percival. And there's William. Yeah. So four four main fellas of war, and then there's I think there's four women. I should know this. My book's out. Um, <laughs> you absolutely should know this, um, but yes, yeah, but but yeah, look. So as long as it was connected, it got in there. Like so, the you know, there's other other little things that I I put in there just just to give you a uh, grasp of the the world in which the emus live in, um, like the newspaper, the Daily Mob, uh, which is an article at the start of every chapter, but that is uh actually a newspaper outlet not um ran by emus but ran by liabirds a liabird mm, mm, mm. yeah you know so in, in every good historical document you're taking you know you, you never want to like you know history is written by the winners you never want to take you know just yeah. their words so you've gone out to yeah, external look. sources to verify facts which is yeah yeah history principles you know i actually went to live among them for for a time mm, you know mm, mm. um to track down the descendants of of William J. Whistlebeak, um, you know his great 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 grandchildren. But I I also hear and I, and I could be wrong that one of the long toes is actually in Western Sydney Zoo. Is that correct? One of the one of the long toes. Speculation, like, my friend. Mm, 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 mm. Interesting, interesting. Because <laughs> because 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 you know, I went to that zoo and then I started speaking in an old Southern accent. He looked at me as if he understood exactly no, what I was well, talking about. Well. You know how um in uh to bring it around to something we all understand, Stargate. Mm -hmm. 
You know how the uh, the gold, how they pass on their yep. knowledge through, um, through genetic memories. Emus work the same way, yep. my friend. Now, I I understood that reference. Speaking <laughs> of genetic memories, I'm of course joined by an esteemed scientist who has now had his medical uh, license, his scientific license, his pharmaceutical license, his research license, and all of his 16 military grants suspended for what I believe what the Pentagon called a, an abomination amongst God, uh, Ryan D. Haig, or former Dr. Ryan D. Haig. Now, thank you for joining me. Uh, okay. I wanted to clear up this, the mess here. Basically, there is a war going on between Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Correct. government pr approached your research labs to build. Basically, they mm -hmm. they were saying we need we need a new aircraft to fight the Russians. We want something that's more dangerous than the the the, the you know the Crustaceous period or the, the of the Jurassic period. Something that, like you, we, so you took exactly their words. They were probably thinking more like a military fighter jet that's deadly. You genetically modified a pterodactyl and gave it Gatling gun arms and the ability to shoot yep. shoot assets out and the taste for hunting. Russian people through the sky. It has self you gave it some stealth capabilities. And then they had cancelled your grant because of one or two of them decided to go loose and do their own thing. Now, can you explain what like how unfair this entire process has been against you? Well, I mean, they're they're trying to make me out to be the bad guy. I did exactly what they wanted. I mean, I, I even gave them copies of Jurassic Park to watch just in case something yeah, like that yeah, did yeah. happen. But then they just they just said, well, we've got no time for it. We're fighting a war. We've got no time for work to fix it. And I said, okay. I signed an NDA. And, um, you know, they always need a fall guy. Yeah, they always need a fall guy. And yeah. I think the straw that broke the camel back was when I was masturbating into the Red <laughs> Sea um, uh, on the Russian border and um, screaming out, fly my pretty fly. And then they just... They slapped me in one of their gulags for about six months until I turned all the prisoners against the guards and we had a bit of a mm -hmm. bit of a riot and 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 then i yeah i'm that's why my background is currently blurred i cannot provide my exact location or honestly place in the time space continuum yeah, look, right now it, it, look someone might say weaponizing pterodactyls giving them military intelligence and allowing them to basically spoof satellites and you know and, and you know is would be dangerous but i mean you're really just thinking what the next war is going to be. And you're just really trying to prepare the world for the next conflict. Obviously your program has been stalled, but obviously, you you, you know, as you said before, you're going to continue on the research. Is that correct? Most certainly I've, I've acquired some new video footage um, of some, of someone who previously tried to do this. Um, I believe, you know, it, it is in animated style called Dino Riders. <laughs> and, and this footage is actually very, very good to my cause. I've come up with a few different ideas and uh, I've got myself a piece of land out and I'm not going to say where and uh, let the, let the game Absolutely. begin. Absolutely. And you know, all of the, all of, all of Dr. Haig's research is possible by our generous patron sponsor yeah. and goddess amongst us, Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series available on Amazon and all where all good books are sold. She, I mean, while she wants you to get off the you know hybrid wolves 
that can you know blend in and we're working on that we're working on that i think that's you know that seems like more of a side project to dinosaurs with gatling guns on their backs i mean to me that just feels mm-hmm. like a more important piece of this entire puzzle uh in terms of um you know the arms race um but i've also noticed that most of your you know your lab assistants have multiple arms so i mean i guess the arms race you've already figured it out well, that's right. And that's essentially, you know, what, what I thought, what can I do to increase productivity, increase body limbs? And, you know, I'll tell you what, our our productivity has gone from 100% to 200%. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, so, and, and I did promise Miss Rebecca Castles that when I did get a spare bit of time, I will definitely work on the the cyborg werewolf human con- con- conundrum and... She could shoot the first. She could use the 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 creations for her when they do an adaptation mm-hmm. of her book. Yeah, because on, without without her sponsorship, the genocide I'm about to unleash on the world no, would not be possible. possible. Oh, thank yeah. you, Rebecca. And thank you. Speaking of of, of genocides and, and 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 DNA, the Henry Cavill project is it true <laughs> that his DNA is so? powerful it cannot be cloned it cannot be recreated it is literally you've tried to make multiple henry cavills in lab but just nothing happens it's like it, it's beyond science at this point yeah look i've i've tried i've tried and splicing his dna not even splicing his dna i was just lucky enough to get a a, a lock of the lovely man's mm-hmm. hair um and i try and put it through the the processes i just end up with ryan reynolds and frankly mm-hmm. It's just um, as much as he is quite quite a handsome fellow, he's no Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, as you know, I guess it's the photocopy principle. The the copy is not as good as the original. So basically, there yeah, as you right, as you try to photocopy bit. Henry Cavill, we get a Ryan Reynolds. Hey, <sighs> and look, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie's always plugging his book, and I thought I could plug. Look, if you're in the market for one to six hundred and seventy-five Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> just hit me up at um. At um, genocide is fun, not all work. At gmail.com. <laughs> and 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 just on that, can, can, I would be happy to fund you, Ryan. But just on one condition. Sure. If you perfect the Henry Cavill cloning, mm-hmm. right? And you create, let's say, you know, oh, five to ten of them. Okay. When you send them off on a mission, you have mm-hmm. to you have to say, "Here comes the ca- cavalry." Oh, oh, like oh wow! Uh, look, I can, I can. That's the promise that I, I can not only appreciate but can fulfill. So, alternative, alternatively, you could have three of them, and you could say, "Here comes the Cavill three. Um, you thought no, too no, long be... and hard about that. <laughs> no, that no. literally just came to me. <laughs> I just, um, I think I'll go with the cavalry. Here comes the cavalry. But yeah, yes, okay. yes, excellent. Yeah. No, I, I like, Wonderful. I like it. So now. Apart from your genetic research and and and, and what 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 you know what what the Geneva Convention would call war crimes, what else have you doing the time there, Ryan? <laughs> um, look, not much, not much. I've just been um, I've been watching. Uh, what have I been watching? Oh, I've I've been wa- caught up with Superman and Lois, which is absolutely Man. fantastic. Still, I finished episode ten um, last night or Wednesday night. Um, fantastic! Like uh, it's it's getting so good that they're actually shopping it around. So we might it not might not be at the end. A lot of other networks are looking at possibly. That's the only CW show that 
has got on the cards, uh, possibly looking to shop it around to maybe get a, another season or two. Uh, if the quality stays the same, I'm definitely on board because there has not been a bad episode yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still plenty of plenty of places to go. Um, in terms of, I haven't really watched any movies, uh, but I have been playing a lot of, I obtained a couple of copies of some games on the high seas. <laughs> Uh, for my computer, I have been playing a lot of. Um, I've been playing a lot of Breath of Fire three at the moment on my computer, which was one of my all-time, all-time favorite great role-playing games. games. Uh, so yeah, I've been digging digging that. I've been spending way more time than I should be on that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much about it. I don't think I've really been well aside from my usual wrestling. Uh, there's one other show that well, I have have had very good feelings about, but me and Jamie will bring that up a little bit Absolutely. later. But yeah, not much. Just just playing a lot of playing a lot of PlayStation while I can, playing a lot of computer games while I can. And um yeah, that's pretty much it. Outstanding. Breath of Fire three is is it absolutely yeah. outstanding. One of again back when games were actually hard. Like I, I forgot how Oh that game know, like we're so game is brutal. <laughs> we're we're so used to I was still having this conversation with Steph today. We're so used to games being, even on hard mode, reasonably easy. And then you go back to the PlayStation 1 era. Like, there's that game, and there's a, there's another game I've been playing, which is, unfortunately, was never made available in Australia. It's called Lunar Legend. It's a similar kind of, you're on a quest to find all the different dragons and stuff. Mm. Um, two and a half hours before I got out of the first dungeon. Two and a half hours before I got out yep. of the first dungeon. Yep. Most of the games you play nowadays, you can finish in two and a half hours. hours. But it was I, I didn't get my I, I didn't get my first power from the first dragon until two and a half hours in, which is like the basic stuff. And then they start throwing the real shit at yeah. you. So, but games they don't make games like the that best anymore. thing about Breath of Fire, the thing I love the mo- yep. the, the, mo- the most about it, is like yep. the, 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 the they go the boss is at this level. So going. So going, you're gonna fight it at this level, or you're going to die. And there's no that, that's it. And so you know, you train, you get stronger, you get stronger. And then yep. they going, oh look at that! You have to pick a trainer. Then you know, who thinking you get more skills. And then if you pick the, you know, because you normally you normally think, ah, oh, I need to have my character have strength, vitality. And they're so going, oh no, you're a dragon. You need speed yes. and mana. Oh, what's that? Yep. The training you picked basically minus those skills off. Well, then you're mm. fucked, aren't you? Because in the final mm. battle, oh, if you can't hold yep. Kazai, the legendary dragon form, for like at least 10 turns, <laughs> you're fucked. Because again, this is the age old, Breath of Fire is the age old tradition. You know, your first, you know, what? what's your first mission? Are you rescue a cat? Yep. What's your final mission? To kill, kill God. God. Absolutely. And that's the thing about Breath of Fire 2. And what I love about Breath of Fire 3, which I did forget about, is. It gives you the ability to control which dragon you have because you pick you you go throughout the world and you might miss these, but they're dragon seeds. Yeah, if you don't get, but them, they're not. Yeah, not part of the story necessarily. Nah, like you just a, miss them. I, I just yeah, I just got my first one after um you know after going through Windia with Nina, mm. and if you didn't know, it's just a path that has a question mark. If you didn't go down that path, this this gene is the reverse gene. Whatever, say for example, you're a fire dragon. Yep. And you need you've got fire only, and the boss you're fighting needs frost. You use the reverse gene; it just switches that around without having to have the frost property. Mm. You can literally just yeah, reverse because what, whatever elemental you're you using. You get fire and defense yeah. as your yeah. 
the ones you get from the story, and I think you also get the god power as like uh, the god dragon in the story. That's further further, down. That's way further further down. That's part of the story. But fire is the one you get initially. That's the one because you actually start as a baby fire dragon Mm. in in the mines at the when the game opens, and that's the one that you do keep until the time jump later on. But but the thing, but if you don't, yeah, the thing I love about that game is obviously. It's you know holding the dragon form you know every single turn you know it it costs mana so basically that you know yep. but you can hold so you can transform yourself into a baby dragon for the entire game if you wanted to but mm-hmm. you need to put the defense then the the element to transform yourself into the adult dragon and then later on when you get the behemoth the behemoth one mm-hmm. that's when that's when things get real fun because you basically take up the entire screen yourself and then you are the only thing on the screen because of how big you are. And, and essentially what I love about this game is, and, and it's something we we don't get nowadays, if you die in a fight, there's no, would you like to restart from the last checkpoint? You're back at the title yeah, screen. Yeah, exactly. And you just have to hope that you <laughs> oh, save. Oh, yeah, it's like going, if you didn't save regularly, it's like going, well, you didn't save, eh? Well. Tough luck. Oh, that, that's, some, that's some tough shit. I mean, having said that, look... And, that game's fun, mm-hmm. but it's challenging. It really is. It's not as brutal as Legend of Dragoon. No. That game no. was made by a masochist. That's about timing, though. That, but, but that, that's about yeah, timing. Yeah, but that because game was made have... by a masochist. That game was made by a, could... like a, a psycho, like a psychopath. Well, you could you could have the best weapon in the yeah. world, but if you, don't, if you don't press the button right yep. when the square is in the middle, you're going to do bugger all exactly. damage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I and love that. I started playing that again. It's all when they about it on the speed. You need maximum mm. speed and strength. And they go, yep. "Oh, your main character Dart is shit mm-hmm. both." Oh, yep. look at that! But you can't swap him out, can you? Oh, you yep. can't. And he's the average character. It's like going, "You dick, you you fucking." <laughs> but what I like, what I like about that game is as well. It's very and, and obviously I, I did play and finish it back in the mm. day and I haven't finished it yet. But what I like about it is there's no real you there's there's very few areas who actually have more than just the four party members yeah, yeah. because that you know someone might die and then get replaced, replaced down the yep. track and I mean so it's not like you have a choice on but as I say with Dart, if you do not grind the shit out of that guy early he on is shit, he is just absolute fucking pants. Like I, he is I, the what like as main characters go, what I did. weakest main. You need character. to level up before you, before you leave uh, Helena Prison, which is the first real dungeon. You need to level up to level ten with Dart at least, and have at least three of his moves unlocked. Otherwise, you're going to be struggling mm. through the mm-hmm, whole game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's another PS One classic where they don't care if you die. Oh, you didn't save for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh but yeah, it's been it's been really, really fun. Um, obviously with funds being limited, it's been great some of these games that I used to play a long, long, long time ago. So yeah, that's me. Excellent, excellent. And what about you, JA, apart from preparing for the the love and ad- admiration of Australians all around the world <laughs> going, Yeah, the Emu Wars, woo! What else have you been doing? Um <laughs> uh... I've been playing a lot of uh, Jedi Survivor. I believe I'm the only one playing Jedi Survivor because I'm the only one that apparently likes Star Wars now. Because you know. Well, look, look before before we get into this five hour argument between you and Chris, <laughs> um, <laughs> I bring it up. At the moment, officially as of right now, on Amazon, it is sixty nine dollars. Just saying. <laughs> I, I'm not getting it yet. I'm going. 
the lovely Jamie has kindly offered to lend it to me once he finishes, until I get back to work, which yeah. I really appreciate. But Chris, I know you were talking about making choices mm. earlier, and I just thought I'd let you know it has been reduced down to sixty nine dollars on Amazon. Just letting you know. Mm. So you say you say Jamie about playing games? What are we playing? But but Chris does Chris doesn't like um, you know, to support Disney at all. You know, regardless of if how good of the story is, how regardless of how the beloved these characters are about, because this this game, look, I hate puzzles and wall running, and the amount of puzzles and wall running that's in this is just annoying. Yeah, see, that's why that's it's why also irritated. I can't play it. Like I just, but you know what kept me going? What? The story, yeah. because it's literally, and I know this is a big call, but this is probably my best, my favorite Star Wars story. Since Return of the Jedi, okay, good call, and and that, that I mean I really like my replay of Fallen Order, and um, it's mm-hmm. been about a year since I played that, and um, even that story was just it's it's I'm more invested in that of the last three films that came out. That's not hundred <laughs> percent. No. no, but I, I I literally I still I still stand by my decision when before everything happened when I went to hospital. I, the entire Star Wars saga, which is episodes one through six on 4K, <laughs> because I refuse to acknowledge that there's anything else man, out good there. Man. Hey, Phantom yeah, Menace is fantastic. Under, oh, yeah, underrated and, and, film. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, man, that is like, just a masterpiece. Because I watched them all recently, and, and I just like a lot of people gave back the prequels until we got the new. <laughs> the new sequels, <laughs> and now they're like the prequels are the best thing. But I always, I always loved the prequels. them. Uh, they were always good. Yeah. Um, the story was good. It was a nice little, you know, like I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, but yeah, I, and, now, and I, I it, on that, I just love how contradictory Padme is in the second one. How, how, how like, so when she goes like, oh, no, Anakin, we can't be together. Here is my half naked <laughs> back. Here's here's me in a tight leather outfit. Oh, but no, don't look at me, Anakin. Don't look at so they're going. Don't look at me with lust in your it's eyes. Like going, uh, I think you're sending him some mixed signals here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you're sending him some like, real mixed signals on this one, Padme. I don't think I don't think you were you're, you know you're doing and, and you know and also George has actually clarified what Anakin said was actually correct. The Jedi Code doesn't forbid relationships; it, it forbids attachments, connections, and attachments. attachments. Yeah. So, but not, but not even like that. Like, like you know, like uh, that sort of possessed attachment where you have your you have fear of that. You know, that, it's that fear thing. So it's not. But having said that, was it was Anakin true enough to have a relationship? No, but that's not the again. But see, that actually saying that. Say, let's let's take Obi Wan for example. You and McGregor's Obi Wan. So uh, he forbids forbid attachments, right? So he could just go around to all the different planets and bang a chick everywhere. And as long as he, hey. he just leaves straight away. And uh, as long as he's not attached. Yep, that's just, that's the Jedi way. Hit it and quit it. The Jedi way is being a male slut. Yeah. Hit and quit it, the Jedi way. <laughs> that, that's a slogan, that's a no, slogan no. and a Here, half. Here's what it is, here's what it is. The Jedi genetics, it's not the power of the Force. It's like the Viltrumites. You have to have children to pass <laughs> it on. So the reason why there's so yeah. many Jedi's is not because children are born with the Force. It's because the, a Jedi hit it, Jedi the just... Jedi hit it and quit it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why Jamie there are ten thousand like Jedi's in the galaxy. I'm trying, not to, like I'm, trying to, I'm trying not to spoil anything because everything you're saying ties in with bloody, <laughs> you know, Jedi Survivor. It's just like I like this, I like that. I'm going, yet you won't play it. I just I know no. Look. All I'm just saying is go no. play it. Like seriously, because you're talking about buying this game, buying that game. Oh, Final Fantasy '93. Hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. Yes. Did you know that there hasn't been a? We're not. And look, I'll even bring Final Fantasy '15, the piece of garbage that was, into this equation. Mm. There has not been a new Final Fantasy game in 12 years. Exactly. Okay. Because you know why? Because I bought. 15, and I've played it for about an hour before I met Steph, and we've known each other for 11 and a half Before years. you set the game on fire and went, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So, and they're going back to all mechanics with summons, with, yep. with, with just Jamie. Final no, Fantasy look, 16. Jamie will be playing it. <laughs> I'll play it when you play Jedi Survivor, let's no, say that. You know, you know how I know Jamie... <laughs> It's his birthday soon, so Jamie will be playing uh, it. And I've already, and I've already, I've already. It's all Jamie. It's already done. It's all like Jamie. It's taken care of. You will be playing it. So let's. So just, just. You know it's it's quite quite convenient. It comes. I think it's twenty days today. Yeah, it comes on the twenty second. Correct. Master, so, after my birthday. That's literally. Well, that's literally the only thing that I have said. I'm putting $5 away every day from doing Uber. When now that I'm back doing it a couple of times a week, I'm just putting $5 yep. away. Yep. Yep. Right now it is $84 on Amazon, it, by the way, if you're looking. It's right now at $84 on Amazon. Yep. yep. That's not too bad. And I think I've got, I think I've got about 20 yep. bucks yep. worth yep. of Amazon. And the fact card, that I so today asked for Jamie's address was for no coincidental reason at all. <laughs> That was so funny how wrong you were. I was close. <laughs> I was you close. Weren't. I said forty something, like, like you said forty-seven. Yeah, forty-seven. Like isn't it, Blossom isn't it Street, or nine? like it's ninety. It's something again. It's something. There isn't. There isn't even ninety houses in my street. It's it's something <laughs> plant-based. So I so 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 I set a tree. So I just basically like I was like going. I was like, it's it's Blossom Street, and he goes, James like, no, it's that these things are the street name. <laughs> and I was like, going again, I I was like, like one of five. I was going to be one of the five. Like, no, no, it, it was it was like I knew it was something plant based. I'm like going like ninety percent of the streets in my town are plants. Well, you know, <laughs> you know how when when I first when I first started going up to your place, I literally just put in the street name and I look for your car. And I'd actually like, put that's in the number. Literally. How I do it. My my street is literally what like not even four hundred meters or something, you know. And and look, yeah. There's also Diablo coming out, which is this is a huge conundrum. Yeah. Uh, and look, and look, the main reason why, well, what whilst Jedi Survivor might be a good game, and it might get me through twenty hours of of, of absolute entertainment. A game like Diablo will get me through hundreds of hours of 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 enjoyment because it's you know it's a loot game. That's what it is. Final Fantasy mm. 
they've said the story is about 35 hours and it's about it's about 60 plus mm. hours if, or, or or to 90 hours if you're a completionist i'm going oh poor ryan like oh my god <laughs> like, <laughs> like like i'm not a completionist I, I i i'm like i'll go to the story that's fine yeah look i will i will get i will absolutely play jedi Su survivor survivor I will. yeah um i do dread the jumping <laughs> because I love I love challenging games. I like like fighting games are my thing. So I, I like I'll learn fighting moves and and, and you know and I'll yeah. learn them correctly and I'll spend like ages, like I'll spend eight, but you know, running along like I've seen some of the puzzles in Survivor where you're like you're running along the wall, you're jumping through this, you pull the force thing so you can like swing something anyway, then you pull it so you can grab something and swing yourself through, and then do this other thing. I was like going like, I don't have the energy for that. I don't, <laughs> I don't have I don't have the it. It is very annoying. Yes, but it's... but again, but again, here's the thing: you will want to do it. You want to get through it because the story is that good. I was just looking. I was looking at that puzzle thing. I've seen some of the puzzles. And I was like, the guys like, oh, here's an easy way to do the puzzle. All you have to do is one, become a telepath. One, master space and time. Sit there with your mind, <laughs> and then so you can control all eighteen buttons at the same time and move them all in perpendicular chains. <laughs> going like, yeah, okay. If you, I don't, I don't have that kind of, I, you yeah. know, I, you know, I'm, my mind isn't that riddled, and so I can't, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, well, seeing as, seeing as we're just talking video games for a sec, I might bring up <laughs> one thing. We've spoken about some amazing ones that are that are coming. I'd like to speak about a something that I signed up for, and I, I, I was a beta tester, Ooh. and I was extremely disappointed. Um. It's pretty much taken. It's pretty much done what Last Jedi has done for Star Wars, and that is Street oh. Fighter Six. I I it, I know it's out in a couple of days. Um, oh. do not buy it, please, because as a lover of the Street Fighter saga and 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 obviously the Mortal Kombat saga, um, what was once a great history and and uh, rich characters has now become a virtual tournament a virtual tournament where children step into guile ryu ken so you make them your what? avatar and then you it was yeah i know it was so cringe i i i, I literally I, I i forced myself to play through a few different scenes and it just made me sick. There's a, there's a, like a, a picture, like a, a you know, and a, one of those tournaments that they have for like league of legends and stuff like that. So that's the, the kind of feel they've got an announcer and she's annoying as of all course. hell. Um, and yeah, you literally, you walk up to a machine, you see kids playing street fighter two on a machine and stuff like that. And they pick their avatar and they jump in. There's not like the story. There's no main real story. It's more of just a, like a. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help that I have been playing a lot of. Mortal oh, but Kombat you, you've been playing like the, well. the creme de la creme of story. You've been, you've been. You've been... But there's, there's, there was no story in Street Fighter Six, and I played it as late as last week, so they can't say, "Oh, we've got plenty of time to." I thought they had learned. I thought they had learned that from last time, where like they had done that before, where they had like, um. Where they had like made a game and then they didn't do a story, so they had to do a bunch of updates to put a story. And I thought they'd learned their fucking lesson. Yep. No, I I played what they called 
story mm-hmm. mode. I don't know how you can call it story mode when there's no story. Mm. So I hate to, I hate to, I mean, and after what we've just seen in the trailer for Mortal Kombat One, oh, exactly. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just being honest. If you're thinking of, if you're a Street Fighter fan and you're thinking of outlaying the 129 bucks or whatever it is, I'd probably wait because I have a feeling this is going to go the direction of Midnight uh. Suns. That it's going to become half price soon, and then it'll probably end up on the PlayStation Plus collection. So, I would most definitely hold out. Um, it was very disappointing, and, and I'm not biased because I love Street Fighter. I grew up on Street Fighter, even more so than Mortal Kombat. I grew up on Street Fighter Two. Um, so yeah, like I was one of the time zone at Blacktown and play it at nine o'clock at night. So yeah. like it's just it was a massive, massive disappointment. Uh, another thing I noticed about it, in uh, which is weird for Capcom, uh, a lot of stuff you have to buy. A lot of microtransactions involved oh, from what I can see. Fuck. Uh, for costumes mm. and like apparently what I saw, if you want the you know traditional Ken Ryu Akuma costumes, you have to pay for them. Um, like they're all updated and you know, yeah, it, it didn't you look see, good to be honest with is- you. So all the reviews were saying like this is the best game in. So this is this is why reviews are shit because all the reviews are saying like, oh this is the this is the next like this is the the groundbreakingest most exciting thing that like there has never been a game this good since. Now I know. Now I know it's like going. There's never been a game since good since they paid me to say that this was this was this is a good game. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and, it, and unless they've changed a hell of a lot in a week, I don't think oh. it's. Yeah, look, as I said, to each their own. I'm just trying to help listeners out there that no, maybe that's not, that's you know, not the like kind of game. That's not the money. kind of game of like. That's not the kind of game like. No, like no. save your money for Mortal Kombat One yeah. next year. Have you finished Mortal Kombat? Did you finish Mortal Kombat Eleven? By the way, not yet. I'm. I think I'm up to about Chapter Twelve, so I'm okay, getting close. But so, so, so the trailer still doesn't make a lot of sense to you then, like. Not yet, but I I have watched some stuff on YouTube since you mentioned that, <laughs> and yeah, like Mortal Kombat, not like a game that I don't mind spoiling. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because when I saw that trailer, I was like going, "Oh my god!" Is that yeah. And like you're like, "Why does he have powers?" <laughs> but I, I like the idea of the trailer in in Mortal Kombat One trailer of old Raiden. You know, like Raiden with mm. little to no powers. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 and and I really like the um. Oh, look, there's not much I didn't like about that trailer. I was pretty much a wreck the whole time. Yeah. It just looked amazing. But yeah, I did actually watch the ending to Mortal Kombat 11 online just in case I... Because it is very hard, yeah. even when you're playing it on like medium. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but right. I believe the, the Armada behind <laughs> sorry, you... Sorry, sorry. One second, one second. Yeah. Uh, Press the attack. Do not let the rebels have one iota of time. You will destroy them where they stand. This is where hope dies. Sorry about that, guys. I, had, I was just, I was just, just uh, working, working. I'm working out of the office today, and uh, I had to... you're working from home. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I actually, and this might segue into something we'll talk about later. But I actually did. Check out IGN's review of Mortal Kombat of, of um, Street Fighter Six, and I thought, ah, you're keeping with good tradition. <laughs> in, in exchange for ratings. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm saddened about that because again, I love Street Fighter <laughs> so much. Like it's one of my like. Uh, 
gonna look if it comes on PlayStation Plus collection, I'll see what changes have been made. But it's definitely yeah. not look, on. Maybe my, give Capcom like a few months of, of like updating. Maybe 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 they'll fix it. I I doubt it, yeah. but maybe. But yeah, I have even I even have memories of uh, I think it was Jamie's first birthday when I started hanging out with you guys. You know, of Street Fighter Five and. You know, the, even though we were versing, we were fighting each other, the story was still pretty relevant. Good. And good. you know, and the fact that I was excited when they, I got an like, because I'm a Capcom because of Resident Evil and how much I play Resident Evil, um, I have a lot of Capcom points, and because on my on my account, my Capcom account, because of all the achievements I've done with Resident Evil and all that, so sent me an email saying, do you want to be a, a beta tester for Street Fighter Six in Australia? And I said, hell yeah, sign me up. And um, yeah, it was a massive disappointment. Mm. So, yeah, they they, they uh, again, sad news. But again, maybe the again, maybe. maybe, maybe they will improve things to a point where it's mm-hmm. at least a little bit playable. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. see. Time will time tell. Will, time will tell on that one. Um, but that again, that is. That is saddened news on that one on mm-hmm. the on the on on that front. Um, you'd think they'd learn. You'd think they you'd think they'd learn. Well, I just didn't want people to go out and spend the exorbitant amount of money that they're asking for for a, a game that they're not expecting. Mm. Disappointing. What do you got again, mm. Jamie? You're you're not really a fighter game kind of man, are you, Jamie? Unless the Ninja Turtles are in it, mm-hmm. like Injustice, Injustice, Mortal Kombat, yes. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 was great. But um, the old school, the old school TMNT tournament fighters, that was cool. Oh yeah, back in I the remember day, that. brutally hard. Um, but uh, fun. And I didn't mind Tekken. Tekken's always Tekken good. Was good, Tekken's yeah. good. Yeah. I think they just. I think the new one's coming out. I think it's Tekken seventy five. It's coming yeah. out soon. <laughs> but but I, I only ever played one. I played one and it was like that little lizard dude that farted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, nah. you know, no, no, I played Tekken for the storyline. So I need to catch up on some, I, like, I need to catch up. Like, I need, I need, I need, like, before I get the next Tekken game, I need to catch up on what's been happening with the Hihachi Mishima Corporation. And, you know, and it has, you know, has <laughs> Jin finally conquered the devil gene or is he always, or, you know, has he conquered or, or has it conquered himself? Or like it was in Tekken 6 where he actually took over Hihachi Mishima and was actually the villain of the game. Like, like where, where does Jin stand in the in the scheme of, you know, Hihachi Mishima? Is, it's very key. And then he went to Brisbane to, to clear himself of, of the evil, which is weird and a weird decision of his to go train in Brisbane, but that's a whole separate other. Like 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 Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, yeah. Brisbane? like the game starts off with like going like re, like Jin makes his way to Brisbane to train in different styles of karate to I was like a, why Brisbane like, Brisbane of all places? Like, <laughs> like what like Really? <laughs> probably probably a lot of investors. Probably a lot of yeah, yeah, probably some pain. <laughs> no, honestly, there probably was like an Australian on the staff was like going, Can we make it about my hometown? Okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, weird, weird ass place for Jin to go training karate, yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. But you know, yeah. this is a separate Well, I mean movie movie world's there, so maybe oh, yeah. you know, maybe they were shooting Mortal Kombat Annihilation at the time. Oh, maybe. by the way, <laughs> amazing casting for uh, uh for Katana. Yep. Katana, yep. Now I'll say one thing. If what's what's the director's name again? James Wan. James yeah. Wan. If James Wan thinks his stupid made character is going to get with Katana over, over over Luke Kang, then he need then he needs to get the 
he needs to go fuck himself <laughs> with a giant play donkey. Mortal Kombat 11. He needs oh, to he needs to understand. Now, Ryan, block your ears. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> that, is, that, that even in when even when the man, the legend, Liu Kang became a fucking god, he went and she's coming with me because I'm not li- I'm not living my entire existence without her. Like this, if James, like again. Maybe maybe they've changed the fixed the storyline and removed their stupid made character and made it about Luke Kang like it should have always been. But again, I, again, I don't want to get too mad about this because I, I don't want to spend the next eighty minutes yelling at James Wan. <laughs> well, you're, I'm sure you'll find something else to get mad about. But yeah, that's my thing. Especially my especially thing. When, especially when we bring in oh, our, don't our correcting you, IGN. Don't you, um, don't you even... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, essentially, I am but... like, like you guys. The only reason why you brought me back was because you're going. We need to have a landmine. We need to have like a, yeah. <laughs> a device that can be easily triggered and explode off into giant tirades of yes. of, of rage. You're still going, well, <laughs> we were actually debating calling this podcast "Triggering Chris." Um, <laughs> it it sounds very catchy, um, but we knew it would take at least uh, a year to get you in. Yep, yep. Because actually, I think this week we've been a podcast for two years, Ooh, right? Oh wow. So, so we've been, uh, we've been, we've been, we've been. But Luke King Katana forever, and the greatest Mortal Kombat movie was obviously the first one, and that you know that was the great. And you know what? Video game movies have come a long way, and, and you know, and, like, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. Let me just let me get back on the video. <laughs> the Mario movie showed something to I think that, that we all should understand. You don't need to explain why video game powers are the way they are. They just are the way they fucking are. Like, yeah. here is a mushroom. If you eat it, you gain powers. If you get hit, the power disappears. Done. Simple. Easy. Everyone can comprehend that. James Wan goes, here's an extremely complex way that you, you get powers if you're a fighter because you've got a symbol, then you're going to fight the guy. going, shut up. James Wan, just, just say, like, in this world, people can shoot fire from their hands. Like, again. <laughs> again, <laughs> he, he spends this whole movie trying to explain why they have Mortal Kombat powers. They're going, oh. And then they're going, really? This is what you need to explain that some humans can have powers, not that there are multiple dimensions constantly at war with each other trying to take the dimensions. This is what you spend your time on, like focusing on like <laughs> how do they get their powers? It's like, oh my god, James Wan. I just want like But you gotta remember, James Wan comes from aside from his stuff, he comes from Aquaman, where DC probably drilled it into his head. You need to explain, explain, <laughs> explain, explain. explain. You know what I mean? It's not. I don't think it's his fault. I think it's his, he's gone. He's like, well, this really. Well, look at what. Look at the money Aquaman made. And I explained everything. Well, yeah. so I'm not going to hold him. And yeah. he's an Australian let's, as well. Let's look I'm at not Super gonna Mario Brothers 1.2 billion dollar yeah. box office, and let's look yeah. at Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Let me oh, just get Mortal Kombat. Oh. I, I love this because because Chris knows that one's for children and families and one's for million. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was R rated, I yeah. believe, too. I think I'm, I'm trying to feed million. from my. Now, and, ha- look, yes, one is for children, but I guarantee you, most of those people who enjoyed that movie were not fucking kids. They were us, for God's sake. Because you know what? There are two games that we grew up on. Three games, maybe four games, depending on the like on, on how many consoles your parents could buy you. What were they? Mario. Sonic, Mortal Kombat, Sonic, yep. Street Fighter, yep. Contra. Maybe if you yep. if you're that kind of guy, but basically these were the, these were the things that shaped your childhood. So I guarantee you they, yep. that James Wan could have tapped into the same 
power, but he chose to go, I'm making my own stupid character with his own stupid things and then and then I'm also going to change why the why they have powers rather than just being like they have powers because they have powers. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like he should have. Again. Speaking yeah, of but... games... Speaking, yeah, of sorry, games that, speaking of games that uh, make your childhood, I watched the Tetris movie. Oh, so good. Ago. That was surprisingly good. Did you? Uh, I didn't realize how much Russian espionage was behind <laughs> yeah. the creation of. No, is that okay? Is that based? Is that tr- like I don't like. I, I, it is. It is a true. Is story. that a true story? I looked. I looked. I looked into it afterward because I watched it while I was in hospital, and I'm like, no. And then when they get like the initial startup, I'm like, yeah, cool. And then they get into the whole Russian like um secret like secret service and and all that kind of thing. I'm like, this cannot be true. So as soon as I finished the movie, I looked into it, and That's it is actually insane. true. Yeah. So the, it was the, so good though that movie. So so the guy that uh, created Tetris is a Russian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tetris is the definition of a communist game, isn't it? Every block has its purpose. The block cannot move from its purpose. <laughs> the state determines what the block's purpose is, and every single block must work towards the state's goal. I mean, right now, the like, Tetris is a Russian game. That's just a communist game. Like, if you step but, outside what, what, of what, your what, purpose, yeah. if you step a little bit outside your purpose and do not land where what the state appear? wants you to land, it is game over. Because you have failed, and the next block will then land on top of you, and you will then fail that as well. This is why you fail, because you're not following the state's plans. Yeah, but then if you follow the state plans, you disappear. Exactly! <laughs> this is what I'm saying! Yes, yes, Jamie, and the water, when water is wet, sky is blue. We're talking about communism here, Jamie. Like, like... Like they had gulags. <laughs> We're just talking about communism here. Like, why, why are you going like... It's shocking, they, 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 they disappear. It's like... Water's wet, sky is blue, grass is green. Yeah. No, but wouldn't you wouldn't you disappear if you weren't following the the uh both ways, both ways really? That's <laughs> right. Both ways. Like like you'll just disappear quickly. You'll just disappear quicker if you follow the state's <laughs> rules than if you don't. Oh. Yeah. But that was great. That that movie was fantastic. Okay, I, really I, need, I, need, I, I didn't know much about the movie, so I need I do need to see it now. I do need to. Well, well it's on TV. It's on Apple TV, yeah. yeah. All the high um, seas. All the high seas. I mean, I, I watched um, Air recently. Oh, great mm. movie, yeah. That wasn't bad. Now, yeah. when Ben Affleck can, can bother to, to stay sober, he can still make a damn fine film. I don't, I don't actually, like, on all the, honestly, I don't know if he drinks or not. I actually, uh, you know, but mm. when he bothers, when he bothers no, in a actually... role, when he doesn't phone it in like he does in Batman, when he when he doesn't, when he actually bothers to do something, like, like <laughs> when he bothers to do something acting yeah. Yeah. and direct no, it well. We... That's a damn fine film. I I actually heard that apparently he does, he used to drink, but then he doesn't anymore. Uh-huh. That that's why he looks so miserable at the Grammy Awards when he's with J uh, J Lo. When you when you see um like uh, with his character, I was getting really strong. You know that Irish guy from mm. the IT crowd. I felt like he was channeling in terms of his look. I he looked so much like him, but that that was a. Uh, I was so it's to see Nike only having seventeen percent of I a know, market that's... when the movie starts yeah. and thinking, what? It, 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 it's so crazy <laughs> that people say like there's going to be that there are other athletes that are going to be the goat in basketball. So going ah, yeah. oh, there's one man that made an entire shoe company that created this yeah. concept about getting stock options and points for deals. 
that didn't exist before him. There is one man <laughs> that, and I was actually even listening to an interview with um Charles Barkley when Charles Barkley went to Nike. Gordon came to him and said, "Hey man, what are they offering you?" He told him, he "Goes no, 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 don't take that. Take half of it and get the rest in stock options." Charles Barkley's like, "What?" He goes, "No, no, 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 trust me." Get that in stock options, and now Charles Barkley's going, "Man, I've, I've I'm sitting on so much cash." Because they're going, "See, the man changed. The man changed the sports game. <laughs> the man changed the <laughs> basketball game." But it, it, but that film, and Jamie said, "Do I do I have a problem that Michael Jordan was in it?" Not really, because it's, it's even more mysterious. It's like it, it 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 really actually even amps up the mystique about Jordan because he's kind of in, like you you sort of, sort of see the back of a dude's head, and you sort of see like yeah. <laughs> like. It really that could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. It really amped up this mystique of who Michael Jordan is, the, the, the legend. But I was I was a bit worried. I was a bit worried when when like because my I know Jamie watched it. My dad watched it. My dad said you need to watch it. And um and and it's like it's a movie about how Nike rose to prominence with the Air Jordan, but Michael <laughs> Jordan's not in it. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm gonna watch it because two people that I trust with recommendations have, have t- told me it's good. And like honestly, uh, you're right about Ben Affleck, but I say whenever he directs, yeah, no, the man, the man can direct. Gold. When mm-hmm. I heard Ben Affleck directed it, I thought, okay, I watch it, and, and I enjoyed it a lot. It was mm-hmm. really good. Matt Damon played that role really. I just love how back in the day, because I all the players that yep. they're mentioning yep. are, are players yep. I grew up with, and it was funny that Nike were tossing up whether they were going to uh-huh. go with John Stockton from the Utah Jazz or not. And I thought the smallest yeah. white man in basketball and Nike considering and then, you know, and then, you know <laughs> And yes, true. it was the eighties. Converse were everything. Like everyone wanted everyone wanted to be converse. They converse with a thing. And then like the yeah. so yeah. you know, it's it's well, why do you think the All Star is one of their still one of their most famous shoes yeah. when it made yeah. it? Look, I, still in the wear, I still wear the same com- I still wear the converse shoes. Like I am a converse man. But also, Converse is now owned by Nike, so it's also like really funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am wearing Nike shoes, just you know. No, that was a that was a that was oh. a top 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 film. Um, since we're talking movies, I hope you don't mind if of I just name drop one other one that I watched uh, a couple of weeks ago, which I actually was very surprised about. Um, I I while I was in hospital, as I said, didn't have much to do, so mm-hmm. I was watching new movies as they came out. Uh, I watched The Pope's Exorcist. Oh, okay. With Russell Crowe. Now, I don't know if you guys know too much about Horror it. Film? It's from Warner Brothers. Um, so basically, yeah, true story. It's based on the now this might this is where things might get a little bit touchy, <laughs> but um the Pope had nice. a chief exorcism on staff. Um and it's obviously a lot of stuff in this movie is embellished, but it is based on the account of the Pope's exorcist in, in his journals and everything like that. Mm. Um I was a bit iffy. I thought it's horror, I'm gonna watch it. Um you know, I love possession movies, that kind of thing. It was amazing. Russell Crowe, and, and it was just real enough. Like, it was still based in reality just enough that you're thinking mm. this could be possible. You know what I mean? Like, the the, the kid that got possessed uh, 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 without, I'm not going to spoil it, but it was a powerful demon that I'm sure you two gentlemen would, would know the name if I dropped it, but um, they basically when when this demon possessed this child it was like it was like spewing like blood and all this kind of stuff it was it was real enough for you to believe maybe this happened you know what i mean mm. and i'm very skeptical nothing i'm like yeah i can see whether this this and this 
But then again, while I was in hospital, I had nothing to do. Did my research on the actual gentleman that it was based on. Um, man, it really sort of freaked me out a little bit. Not much does that. So I think it's on, it's like a rent to home one at the moment. Obviously I obtained it by the high seas, but um, yeah, when it comes out on streaming services, if you're a horror fan or if you're a fan of, you know, like that kind of, it was kind of like uh, the way that it, it felt, it was like, the Pope was God's right-hand man and Russell Crowe's was the Pope's right-hand man in terms of oh, dealing yeah. with like all the stuff that you don't hear about in the news and that you don't hear about, which, which essentially could be true. And, and it also dove into the whole 99% of the exorcisms that Russell Crowe's character went to were bullshit and openly said that he had tricks, you know, he had these little tricks that he would do to oh. prove people would and and was and then he would what they would do is that if they were schizophrenic, they would exhibit the same kind of sign. So he would then get them mental health, like help. Yep. He would then because this was in the eighties and the nineties, so he would actually get them the help they needed. Because mm. um, he was also a man of science as well as a man of the church. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I think it was a very good. But he he said he said in his whole thirty year career there was only two instances where he truly believed he was dealing with. Uh, something uh, you know, the demons, uh, possessing a human soul, and um, yeah. So look, if it, if that any of that kind of interests you, it's probably more for the viewers. I don't know if it's up your guys' alley, but check it out. It's really good. It's called the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Um, Russell Crowe is absolutely fantastic in it. Um, supporting cast is just as good. So yeah. Now, now speaking that. of demons and demology and things, Jamie, where, <laughs> Jamie, what are your where do you stand on 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 the works of Solomon? Testament of Solomon in terms of demology. Where do you where do you stand on there being seven kings of hell? I you know I haven't looked into it enough to form an opinion. Uh, really, I, like you normally such a learned man. So you know Lucifer, Beelzebub, Satan, Abaddon, mm. Abaddon, uh, is it Behemoth and Asmodeus, the seven lords of hell. What like where do you stand on this as being you know? So there's some people saying you know it's written it's written by some crazy person, so it doesn't count. Some people say it counts. I mean, it really depends on where you. I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on 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 the seven lords of hell, Jamie? I I literally have not looked into it. I vaguely know about mm, it, I, but just, I you know, just... but I I'm someone that doesn't go. Here's my opinion if I haven't looked into it. Okay, so. well, tune in next week as we discuss Jamie's opinion <laughs> on the seven. I, no, and honestly, I do want to hear your opinion <laughs> on the seven lords of hell. And, and actually, I swear we'll come back next week, and Jamie will look like Char that Charlie Day meme. Exactly. Going, yeah, yeah. It's like you're right. Why would there just be one Lord, like Lucifer and Satan? It's not. It's seven. There are seven. Uh, he'll just. Yeah, he'll be like. Yeah. He'll like. You know. Well, look, Jamie. If you if you want to do your research, exactly what Chris is talking about. Watch the Pope's mm -hmm. Exorcist because literally one of those names that he mentioned was the demon that possessed. Ah, yep, the seven lords of hell. <laughs> Again, because yeah. people often people often mistaken depends depends you know we they say oh, you know Satan, Beelzebub, and, and Lucifer all the same thing like are they because according to the seven according to the text it's it's maybe maybe it's the same look I, I that kind of stuff really intrigues me because I do like I do like the horror stuff I I but it also not just the horror stuff like it, it's led me into researching about different faiths mm -hmm. and different mm -hmm. you know different. Because obviously, you know, good evil. We all know there's a constant battle between good and evil, regardless of what religion you believe sure. in. It's always a battle between good and evil, and that kind of stuff has always interested me. So, um, I think maybe that's why I like this this movie. But you, but you know, what, Ryan, I have to say one thing, one final thought on this all. 
fuck you i have to buy diablo now fuck you like like that's the, <laughs> like that's the oh it's decided then isn't it i have to go i have to go fight the the, the lords of hell now thank you ryan thanks that's you made the decision <laughs> uh, you, look i'll see you in hell at 8 30 on saturday night <laughs> yeah, that's right fight. we'll jump in and we'll jump in and dry and, and dungeon dive oh my goodness oh look, look, look at jamie's disappointed face <laughs> he will get it jamie don't worry he will survive okay. Even if I have to buy it for him for his birthday in November, no, no, no. I once Ryan okay, now here's the thing. Jamie will lend it to Ryan. Ryan will finish it. Then I will play it from Ryan, and then I'll return it to Jamie. There we go. The system is the system works. Welcome, the holy, welcome, welcome the to the library. Yeah. Okay, I should just open a library. You know, <laughs> I mean, my library of six games, right? Yeah, six, yeah. six. <laughs> hey, John Cena made his entire career out of four moves. You can you can survive on six games. I know because I play one for six months. The and four moves of death, like you months. can survive off. You could. Although, although this this coming from two guys who probably replayed a Final Fantasy game or a Breath of Fire game about a hundred fifty yeah. yep. million times. <laughs> yeah, I played through Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII one when I did it properly. Two with the theory that if I kill Squall, all the enemies level off Squall's level, and then actually yes, the game is super easy, but you get a terrible ending. Like a really terrible ending. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Speaking of terrible endings, um, <laughs> let's move on to to uh, the 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 new favorite uh, segment, correcting IGN. Uh, th- th- don't don't be... tell me they've written another false claim. Well, see, here's oh, the thing. This, the thing. This, this is something that we could probably have a good debate debate about. Right. Um, so. The headline is why it's okay for adaptions to break from the source material. Oh, it, oh, oh. you can go get See? fucked. <laughs> get now, this, this can, is... I, can I have a guess on what they're basing it on? Go for it. The, go for the, it. the Little Mermaid. No, actually. No? Oh. Um, well, the picture under it, the picture under uh, the headline is The Witcher, The Last of Us, and Resident Evil. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. Now what yeah. you've said... Them's my... a flattened words. <laughs> <laughs> I have a doctorate in Resident Evil, so we can talk about and that. If, again, it's um, not a Resident Evil game unless you're trying to infect the president. Let's, let's just... Let's, yeah, just exactly. let's just not even... We're not even going to go into this whole, like, yeah. thing. So what... So which... Okay. Let's... Well, the, right. they've got points. They've got points throughout okay. the... Right, oh, yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not going to read the article verbatim, yeah, but... Yeah. No, no. Please, yeah. please, please, Jamie. Okay, the Please. first point, uh, the first Please. one is that they touch on is The Last of Us. Uh, it says The Last of Us diverts from the games for the better, which I don't agree with. Um, okay, the, like, no, they need to back up that statement with an actual fact. Like, what's what's yeah, like, okay. Like, well, they're, they're, they're saying that the um, so the first thing is how, how the virus spreads. That wasn't better, because... that was dumb, that was worse. No, it, it, it was dumb, and they made the point that or at least uh. Neil Druckmann made the point that, like, other, otherwise they'd be walking around with gas masks on all the time. You wouldn't be able to hear them. Oh, um, fucking actors in their precious like that. fucking and, like, and their precious yeah. fucking egos. You can't see yeah. my face. I don't yeah. want to do this because you can't see yeah. my face. That's yeah. That's, James L. Jones are going. Then you clearly can't act <laughs> without. <laughs> and and obviously they touch on everyone's favorite episode three. Um. Oh, it's a it's it, you get to tell a wonderful, beautiful story. 
which um, deviates from but, the whole brutal reality yeah. of the world. But again, yeah, and I, and I actually yeah. like the version of the game better because it was like they had they had the life, but then More like you find that he was dead, and then she goes, "Oh well, yeah, fuck you too." It's like going, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> but, but okay, look that that third episode, as as good as it was, what uh, again? This is and and I'm speaking as a gay man. It was forced. It was like we need to put something in this series to appeal to, uh, or so they thought, to appeal to the LGBTQ to ABC FG community. <laughs> when they, but but see, they could just have just done the true story, and I would have, said it, yeah, because yep. it's still there. You're not you're not changing Bill and Frank's relationship yep, because in were. the game they were together too. They were gay in the game. You're not you're not changing them for the sake of changing it. You're turning and and look, I love that episode. I'm not going to bag it out because I as it it really appealed to me. But as Jamie said, the more and more I've watched it is the scene, and the more and more I played The Last of Us Part One, the more it takes away you have from seeing Bill in action. You know what I mean? Like the whole mm. high school scene where him and and they the, when you first meet the bloater and him and Ellie and Joel have to work together to defeat that to get the battery to then get to Frank's house. You know what I mean? Like mm. that kind of thing. We missed out on that because the because Neil Druckmann and the and the producers say we want to spotlight this more because yeah. we think this is what people want to see in that community, which adds a member of that community. Yes, it was a great episode, but that could have been if you had a twenty-two episode season, sure. And then the next episode, you see yep, yep, yep. Bill waking up in the bed drinking enough poison, and then he then interacts with Joel and Ellie and stuff like that. Mm. You know why couldn't you do that? Yeah, you absolutely. could have both. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred. Yeah. What was it? What was the next? What was the next um, argument? And, and 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 the last point was um, creating uh, new characters like uh, the Kathleen, who is Kathleen, the leader of the yeah. the Raiders. And you know, I, I didn't yeah, mind that. Was, that. See, that I don't mind ad- addition. Addition yeah. seems to be a better thing when you're adapting. Like, sure, mm-hmm. if you're going to create something, I don't mind ad- ad- adding. Uh, but but not- I love I love the how they're not actually mentioning the 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 many tens of minutes of scenes that were actually accurate to the game, like when Ellie mm-hmm. murdered yep, the yep, yep, David. Yep, yep. Was it? I can't. Yeah. It's been a while, David. With the fire in the background and the way she did it is literally spot for spot, and the intro yeah. of yeah. of of episode one, you know. Right, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's let's let me let's hear so some many. more arguments. For, let's let's go. What what else do they say? I mean, about, what, okay, they mentioned the so Witcher, didn't they? Uh, I only saw a picture, but um, uh, next point is creators should be able to tell their no, own story. No, get fucked. You no, you go, you go, 100%. get absolute. You fuck no, no, off, no. and you no, die. No. <laughs> creators creators have already told their story when they wrote the game. Exactly. Exactly. Use that. Now that's disrespecting the original creators. Yeah, hundred percent. Um now now they're bringing into the one time it probably worked, which is Jurassic Park. They're referencing Jurassic Park because it's yeah, from, yeah. it is a, it is different from the book, mm-hmm. albeit that. Um, but a lot of people wouldn't have read the book at that time. Correct. No. Um but that being said, I watched Jurassic Park, hated reading books, but then I read I read the book yeah. after watching the movie and I could visualize it so well, even though different things were happening, but I could, you know, see um oh, you know, I agree I with that. Said. I read both the books. I read his Jurassic Park and then The Lost World. 
um, Michael Crichton book, but yeah, I read yeah. them after so, watching the movies, and I guess I never, I wouldn't read them before. So let me just say, I mean, I, look, the fact that this article comes from IGN is a clear indication <laughs> IGN is dumb. But again, we've we've known yeah. this for a long time. <laughs> Creators, yeah, I yeah. need to tell my own story. Then, okay, you know what, Crater, if you want to tell your own story. Go make your own story, (laughs) write your own world, and then create then that world into your own. That's that is your own story. You should be. It shouldn't be. I'm going to create my own. Like, sorry. Do you think Peter Jackson, when he wrote the Lord of the Rings, goes, "I want to tell my own story," or did he say, "Hey, I think we have the technology to bring Lord of the Rings to life." That's because I actually right. I've actually watched the, the actual physical like documentary where he said those exact words or something along those lines similar. Now, mm-hmm. that is an adaption done well because it was always respectful to the source material. Mm-hmm. Every single scene wasn't done exactly as it was in the book, and some of it was done because of time. My per- perfect example was Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep in the book is a battle between humans or the, and the citizens and the orcs. There is no elves. The reason why that is in the side, the reason why that matters in uh, in the book is because during the book, there's called the War of the North, where all the elves, uh, men of the North, the, the, um, the, the uh, you know, the Misty Mountain men and the dwarves are fighting on their own fronts of this war. And it's this huge, climatic, like it's this massive, massive, huge battle. But because they couldn't show that in this, you know, the movie was already like a million hours. They had to like cut something. They said, let's put the elves here to show that it's not just men standing against evil. It's everyone. And that, again, see, respectful to the source material, putting some, uh, putting the say, the elves who are fighting in the, in the war there, showing but that's, that's, and that's a fine scene for an adaption because that makes sense. They also chose to remove Tom Bombadil, which pissed a lot of fans off. But then they said, much like the biblical canon, we're telling the story of Frodo going to the ring. That side story was very enjoyable, didn't serve the overall what we're doing for the adaption story. So again, that it makes complete logical sense there. That's adaption done correctly. And even Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, because they're respectful of what they're adapting and they're then they're doing it, not because they're going, oh, I'm gonna tell my own story. They're going, How can I make this idea visually come to life? And and with the constraints of one budget, time, effort, how can I show the the, the meaning of what they wanted to in that scene yeah. within the constraints that I have? Not I wanted to do this because bleh. Like The Witcher, for example, they like that they've butchered that to like they've butchered that to fucking all no, no ends, and not because and not because like they wanted to be respectful for the source material. It's because they had ideas and and, and you know obviously Henry Calvin quit because obviously he's sick of like. <laughs> he was obviously sick of like the show because Geralt and because he was saying and he's right Geralt in the books is a very like he's smart he's he's witty he's smart he's actually quite like, introspective he thinks a lot he like has a lot of opinions he has a lot of yeah. thoughts and one time when he went when he's going to kill a monster like they when they hire him to kill this monster he was like going oh well like how bad is it because that's one of like the last of its kind and like the king's like basically going, oh, I'm so sick of you witches philosophically like rambling on about the yeah. like should we kill these creatures because like it's, it's a species that's the end of it, the last of it. I'm going no, like he was just really asking a question and like posing a thought, and then like then the king's like oh just yeah yeah yeah, and so like again, so certain changes, if the changes are to you know, with an adaptation, yes, it, 
can you do exactly as you're going to do it? No. But obviously when you're doing an adaption, like I say, a movie, mm. you're going to have to make some changes, but as long as the changes you're, you're doing it with, you know, with reverence with the material, that's fine. Um, Harry Potter, a perfect example. They made, you know, like a, a lot of outstanding films, but they're going back to make a show now because as, as pointed out by like um, JK Rowling herself is they cut so many storylines out of the movies because of time. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because, all of a sudden they're going, hey, why does Ron's sister like Harry? When did this happen? So they're going, no, no, in the books, there's a whole thing. That's a whole, yeah. like, whole arc. That, that, that's where the difference is. There's a difference, like you said, there's a difference with, I want to tell my own story, which is the wrong way, and we have, we, we've got to deal with what technology we have available. We want to bring the best adaptation we can from the written page with the technology we have and the time constraints we have. Um, to life as best as possible. They they're both adaptations. One's right. So in and 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 as I'm sure we'll move on to Resident Evil, we can see there's more wrong than right. And let me let me talk about some good adaptations one more time. Just just really rub it in mm-hmm. the point where if you do it quickly, Sin City, yep. The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Materials taken with due reverence and done correctly. Did they make some changes? Yes. Did they make the changes? But the Watchmen, if they wanted to do the Watchmen right, the movie would have had half hour. <laughs> exactly. They had, again, they cut the entire pirate subplot. Yeah. And they even, the curse of the black. And they even mentioned uh, why the they black. cut it was because, again, it's an entire pirate subplot. They can't really, they couldn't really have that in the film. But yeah. it was still a fine, ad, like, again, as close as you're going to get to that book. Like, again, that, that book, people yeah. people say that people hated it because they're saying they shouldn't have even done it. They're going, no, no, like, it was good for what they could have done. They 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 treated it with as much respect as possible. Mm-hmm. And one example, and this is going to sound slightly blasphemic, but I will say it. One example when an adaptation is better was the movie 300. That is vastly superior than the comic it's based on. <gasps> oh, oh my. Because you know that amazing last scene where he's there going like, they stare in fear, not at the face, because like under the merciless face, what happened with them when they're fighting 300 Spartans? Now they face 10,000 Spartans commanding 30,000 Greek. And this huge, this huge amazing shot. In the comics, that's them sitting around a fireplace as he's telling the story. And they're like combing their hair. Which scene looks better? <laughs> One yeah. scene is better than the other. And like, you know, again, the comic was very, like, uh, it wasn't the best of his work. It was very quickly drawn and stuff. So they, they made a lot of great improvements. That's why I think Freerun is a better, like, it's a better movie than it is comic. But again, mm. that's, but again, it was still done with the right intention and spirit to make, mm-hmm. like, bringing that to life. Um, and completely changing what we think of what Sparta actually is to versus what it was, but that's a whole separate yeah. podcast. Jamie, you had another, <laughs> you wanted to go on Resident Evil. Um, yeah, okay. Moving on to Resident Evil, I've I've had a quick flick through. Um, basically, their defense is it made a lot of money. Oh yeah, oh this like basically, like literally the entire Miller Jolie, however you say her last yeah. name, um, era of movies. They just said, hmm, we want to make a Resident Evil movie. What's it about? Zombies and a virus. Cool. That's yeah. all they took from look, Resident Evil. In yeah. their defense, do I like watching Mila Djokovic in shorts? Yes. 
and and that's why I think it made a lot, a lot of money. money. <laughs> however, yeah. however, when they did the the most the latest move, and, and you know what, in in that era, the most accurate Resident Evil movies were the animated. Oh yeah, oh, hundred. Oh, they were um, they were just amazing. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, because I know we're a bit short for time, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, which was the latest one that came out, was a spot on adaptation. There were scene for scene shots oh. from the first movie. Uh, that they came out and said this is based on Resident Evil One and Resident Evil Two. Um, they didn't go for like outlandish costumes. You know how you could clearly. I sometimes felt like when I was watching the Mila Jankovic movies that it was like ripped straight out of an anime because the way how comically mm. accurate they look. But uh, that new movie was pretty much spot on, shot for shot, most of the movie, and they're doing a sequel to it, which I'm very happy about. That is the only act. Resident Evil movie. The others have looked. They're great movies. They're just not great Resident Evil movies. No, wait, wait. You, you, you've, you've, um, you spiked my memory on something. Hang on. Let me just Google that quickly so I can just. Uh... Literally, the while Chris is doing that, literally the first Resident Evil movie, the only thing that was the same was the fact that they went to a mansion in the woods. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Everything yeah. else. So the reason why. <laughs> yeah. The reason why, thank you for bringing that, Ryan. The reason why we should appreciate the Resident Evil movies, because in Resident Evil Two, Jill Valentine's costume was absolutely spot on, exactly as it was in the in the show, <laughs> in the games. And, it makes absolutely no sense. And there was a, one of my favorite Resident Evil characters, um, Leon Kennedy, who's actually he was in um, two four and six um mm-hmm. they he in in the early games before they actually redid them and gave him proper haircut yep. he had a, the worst emo fringe and if you i think it's resident evil 4 the movie mm-hmm. um he looks just like he's been ripped out of target or something like that you know what i mean like it's just it is so bad hey. um they screwed up they screwed up nemesis in resident evil 2 uh, who was the villain in Resident Evil Three? The game. I, I've just, I could talk so long. Cops like Jill but... Valentine always wear a tight blue shirt, tiny tiny mini skirt, black yep. leather combat boots, and gun belt. Yep. This is just standard police yep. uniform, Ryan. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're complaining about. Like, <laughs> like, <this> is... <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I still own all of them because they're good to watch, but they're just. I just don't consider them Resident Evil. Oh no, films. they're not. They're not. But they're like they're they're fun film. Like it's like yeah, I exactly. Guess, I guess, but you know. Um, right, just a point? few few just a few final points um one of i'm just pulling out a quote straight out of here just to see what you guys think um an adaption is not bad or good based on how much it gets right that's, that's complete not like, a bullshit wait, then how is that that adaption that oh my god like <laughs> and, and the following line it says the beauty of creative interpretation is finding new ways to retell familiar stories excuse me while i go get some avocado toast uh, you know what yeah. <laughs> That's like saying, okay, that's like saying the Pearl Harbor movie was an amazing adaptation because, you know, because Pearl Harbor was attacked and the, by the Japanese. And in the movie, Pearl Harbor was attacked by the Japanese. Henceforth, it's perfect. Like, it's exact. No, no, I'll, I'll, even, go, I'll even go further than that. That's been okay to say that the movie The Wolverine was a great adaptation of the Pearl Harbor tragedy because in the, in the movie Wolverine, he was at Pearl Harbor and hid in a well, and everyone else was... <laughs> so Hiroshima. It was Hiroshima, my bad. Yeah. Hiroshima. Uh, he was in Hiroshima when they dropped the first... The, dropped the... Yep. 
There you go. Um, so that's an accurate telling of the events that occurred in Hiroshima. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it doesn't have to do anything to do with that. It's a news for there as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Perfect, can, yeah, can, perfect can, adaptation of, the, of, of, you know, of that event. Absolutely. But, but do you know what the absolute amazing expert thing, like, I mean, amazingly accurate interpretation ever? Hmm? Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Hey, because <laughs> that has Abraham Lincoln in it and the Civil War. So by that logic, yeah. it is the most it is perfect adaption. Mm. Yeah. And they were still fighting over slaves. So but, like, that, that, that's basically uh, well, the same thing. Yeah. I, I just, that's, I always go back to a quote that I heard and it, it just completely. Uh, I don't understand how that can get away. That you know, it's it, just the same principle as if you're tr- uh, based on a true story. You only have to have fourteen percent of the actual true story in it to be able to say based on a true story at the beginning yeah. of a film. Hmm. Based, yeah, cool. based, um, based on a I true. You only need to technically have fourteen percent yeah. of that the events yeah. in the movie to be tr- true to the story. To be able to say based on on true that's, events or something. That's that's why in, if they're gonna you know do twenty percent accuracy, it should say inspired by a true story, yes, not intro, based yes, on a true story. Correct, correct, um, like, correct. And their final point to make, which just sounds like wah, um, is it's unfair to demand that adaptation filmmakers meet our expectations when shaping a story. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Why is it unfair to demand that when that's what it, uh, uh, the definition of an ab- adaptation is? Yeah, and and you want people to watch your movie and yeah. And, so yeah, know, so on that and you want to make money. On that point, Jamie, <laughs> I could say it's unfair for them to demand that I buy it then because <laughs> like yeah, hundred percent. So sorry, I know you like to think of yourself as we're artists. We are we are yeah. making the beautiful. Uh, you are creating a commercial product to sell to masses. If the masses want to see the same thing they saw before, you know what will get the most amount of money? Giving them the same thing that they saw before. Again, perfect example. Mario. What do people want to see in a Mario film? Did they want to see a gritty retake with um Lu- Lu- what's his name? What's the guy's name? Something Lu- Gwen Luigi Amo or what his face is like a um Hoskins and John Leguizamo, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Where they yeah. explain how why Coopers and Coopers explain why the the rock were again. That that movie is basically Mortal Kombat, the fucking movie. Like it doesn't explain <laughs> things. Or do they just want to see a fucking movie with Chris Pratt running around and with you know and and Brad Bowser singing one of the greatest songs that are written, like Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. <laughs> and, and Jack Black actually released a full song, which I sent yep. you guys yeah. earlier. Yeah. Um, but look, I'll, I'll I'll end my adaptation thing with my my final thought on that. That's fine. You 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 want to you want to tell your own story and call it an adaptation, and you want me to pay money for it. Well, how about I adapt it from a certain website <laughs> to my laptop to my TV? <laughs> hey, that's a fine adaptation. <laughs> that's how I'm going to adapt your movie to see it without having to adapt my wallet to you. Hundred yeah. percent. You know. Yeah. I Ryan, that is a perfect sentiment to to, to lead on. A perfect idea, perfect perfect adaption. Speaking of adaptions, how good is Jack Black's video game song? That is just honestly one of the. Oh, that's yeah. one of the honestly like some of his music is hit and miss. That one, that one just I just that one just that one just speaks to me. I don't know why. I don't know why that one speaks to me so much. But that one just. Uh. Have you seen the uh, the video going around of of his like a, the 
one of the first TV commercials he did for a video game. And he was like 12, 13 years old or something. He's just like, I'm going to play this game. I, I forget to get what the game was, but, you know, he was one of many people in the game. It was funny. Like, when I was younger, I, I hated Jack Black. Well, I hated, but I just I found him like he's annoying. But as I've grown older now, you appreciate I appreciate the man. Black. And I'm actually starting to appreciate a lot of his films that initially I thought was like, yeah. But now I'm like going, no, you know what? That's actually that you know, it's a good film. I'm, 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 I appreciate well, it. One of his one of his best supporting roles was Mars Attacks. Oh, love! I love Mars Attacks. <laughs> but he's done. So and and it's funny how many movies and TV shows you could put on and go, "Holy crap, that's Jack Black!" Like I watched yeah. a movie with Bruce Willis and Richard Gere called The Jackal, and Jack yeah. Black ends up being like an arms dealer. That that wow. Bruce Willis character buys uh like a yeah. super rifle from, yeah. and and yeah. it's just like, and who doesn't love Year One? That that, that movie's fantastic. That yeah, movie is oh, fucking yeah. hilarious. Oh, fight but, but you! But doesn't that doesn't does doesn't have the guy that you absolutely hate? It, it does, though? but it's like, also got Jack Black, and also has Olivia Wilde in it. So it's like, you know, yeah, well, but I think before I she think was crazy, you cannot you yeah. you could not get any better casting of Bowser than oh, Jack Black. Was perfect. Like, even when you look at Bowser when he's leaning in and he's doing his evil things, you can see Jack Black's yeah, yeah. facial <laughs> like, expression. Obviously, they use... honestly, like so. I'll tell you the story on, on how I saw this film. So it, it, it like I, 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 for some reason, I was trying to be good. Where I was going, I, I saw how successful it was. Like, and I was going, you know, what? I want to to support this film because obviously it was very successful. And my wife wanted to see it, and my 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 uh, my kid actually loves like Mario stuff. So I was like, "Cool, you know, I'll, I'll buy it when it comes on like like advanced digital release, blah blah blah." And then I'll watch it. It came out. I was like, "Cool, it's on Amazon. Let me go into let me buy it on Amazon. I want to rent it. So I don't I don't like I'll buy a, I might get a copy later. I just want to I just want to rent it. Thirty dollars, and I was like, and then i hit then i hit to the high seas and we watched it and the magic price of zero and it was fantastic and i loved it and i it saddens me that australia had to be like going what's a reasonable price for this how can we make the most amount of money that we didn't but earn what, what I, or deserve. What I don't understand is what I don't understand is why does it cost more to stream it than it would have cost if you had gone to the cinema to watch it? Yeah. I don't 100%. understand. It should be so okay, look, even with now inflated movie prices, say fifteen dollars. Yep, I would, I would put down fifteen bucks. 15 would, yep. Because that's what you would pay to go to see the at the movie. I would have put down fifteen on that one. But you want to say, look, I'm going to charge you double. So, and the, I'm not talking about buying it. I'm saying this renting. is renting. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. the renting price here. Absolutely. Whatever you want to buy it because you can watch it multiple times. Yeah. But you're renting it. You've only got 48 hours yeah. uh, to watch it. So I'm like, why am I going to pay double than what I could have paid to see it at the cinema? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I did watch it illegally. I'm not going to say uh, on a streaming site when I was in hospital, but it was that good that I'm mm-hmm. actually going to buy it. Once I have money, I'm going to buy and it. I, on, and, and I will on buy it. Because I'm pretty sure it's one of the ones, movies that my son will want to watch on over and again and again and again exactly. and again. And, again. Yes. and as, as a wise man once once told me, um, acquiring things from the high seas with intent to buy it 
is like eating a candy in the supermarket and paying for it on the way out. There you go. It's good. There you go. Mm. And and I can say, like, a lot of the movies I do see on the high seas, 90% of them I end up buying anyway. I just want to see them. And I would prefer to give my money directly to Nintendo by purchasing other Nintendo yeah. products. Mm. Yes. Well, well, I think that's a great way yes, to end buy the Nintendo. <laughs> Although I saw another, I saw another article which I, I almost like, like I'm about to that I, I almost fell on the floor laughing when it's like going, "Why the Ooh. PlayStation Showcase was great for Xbox?" I was like, "Xbox is dead. Accept it. Move on." <laughs> like, <laughs> like who? Ha- I mean, who? I can. I have one. I've been waiting for something to play on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got this during the pandemic, like when it first came out free on my Telstra package. And I was like, going, cool, Xbox, they got Game Pass, you know, they got Bethesda, they got Obsidian. And I'm sitting here still waiting, going like, just waiting for a game, <laughs> waiting for a game. <laughs> I've actually packed it up and put it in like a storage at the moment because I'm going like, going, I have absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny, like my, someone at work with like a friend who like hardened Xbox fans, or they were. And then they bought a PS5, and then now they mostly play on PS5. Now and they're going, oh, look at that! It's 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 what? I guess it's because we don't really live in an age of console exclusive games anymore. You know, on that on the yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah. Side they don't things, have studios you know like I mean? Sony like, is making like like it's funny. Exactly. The, the reason why people didn't like the the latest PlayStation Showcase was because basically because four studios wasn't there because Gorilla wasn't there because Sucker Punch wasn't there because Naughty Dog wasn't there. And I was like going, yes, but. Insomniac and like the, the, um Ben's and a few other like so so mm. of of the ten or fifteen studios that you wanted to be there, four of them were. But because they weren't the four you wanted to see, it's like oh because yes, you know, look, I also want to see what Sucker Punch is working on, one hundred percent. I but you know that game for me like Ghost of Tsushima is not coming out for a, or two is not coming out for a while, so it was good that they showed Spider Man yeah. off and they got to show Spider Man like and they got to show Black Suit Spider Man, which is again was like, super exciting. And I've said this before, and I'll say it now. If he does not dance down the street in a black suit, then something has gone <laughs> wrong with Sony. And they've lost touch with reality. Because I, again, that's a perfect... I Like, again, as I get older, my perspective on things changed. And I love that scene. I fucking <laughs> love that scene. And you, know, and, you know, and you know, I love that scene? Because I watched it without the music on. And I have finally got that scene because when you watch this scene, it, like it's like, oh look how cool I am because of the music. You watch it with that music, and you watch it what people are looking at him. They're not looking at a cool guy. They're going, who? What the fuck? It like what the <laughs> fuck is like? Because yeah. he thinks he's cool. He thinks he's awesome. Everyone around him's like going, like, oh my god, this dude needs help. And that's exactly what it, that that scene is like. So hmm. we've got Black Suit Spider Man, which means again, I've said as I said to Jamie, if they don't do a DLC for Venom, then they've done something wrong with their life. Like they've done like again, if I don't get to play yeah. Venom, then then something's gone wrong. Like there's something massively wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's it's. Like obviously knowing who what the end of Spider Man One yeah, yeah. um was. It's it's not gonna be the traditional venom. But, uh, but again, I we I know I want I want um, a venom. I don't like again, it's it's no well look Yeah, look, I, I don't wanna spoil it. Like I know they've just re they've just released version on PS5 as a standalone. So 
there might be a lot of people out there that listen to this that might only be playing it for the first time. So, and what we're talking about is like an end credit scene. So I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything, um, but essentially they kind of spoiled it in the 10 to exactly. 12 minute video anyway, because if you listen to it closely, there's something that black yeah. suit Spider-Man says. So, but anyway, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to spoil yeah. it, but yeah, look, I, I, what I watched that whole 12 minutes and, I'm kind of like that. That is the Craven we need in the Craven movie, no, but we're yeah. not going to get it. And that's that it, is it, Craven, it is perfect you know Craven. I mean? I'm not going like, yeah, you are leaving the jungle, leaving the jungle because yeah. he needs to hunt the most or ultimate prey. And then you see like Black Cat pop up. You see Kirk Connors pop the lizard. Like all the animal baits villains of Spider Man pop up, and he's just yeah. like New York. Have you, you know seen? I mean? Have like... you seen the the video that someone put up where it's like he looks at the uh, they they give him the video to watch, and it's just Toby Maguire doing the dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hundred percent, I've always loved Craven, and I know that I I won't be watching that movie because it will suck. No. But this Craven looks great. Yeah, this, look, yeah. look, if we get this. Is... This is the best craven we get this year. Oh, honestly, okay. I, this this and, is a fine craven, uh, and, and yeah. it's al- it's already the best craven we've ever. We'll ever and get. once again, uh, I'd like to reiterate: um, the video game world seems to be doing better job at telling <laughs> stories. Mm-hmm. And oh no, being again, accurate. See, 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 it's really cute that Jamie's now seeing that. But me and Ryan have been playing RPGs and IJ RPGs our entire life. We've we've known this for a long time. We've we've yeah, known but... that stories are told better with a ninety-hour yeah, video but... game. I'm not a fan of the JRPGs, just the RPGs. You know what? I'm, I'm, the first time I ever had my heart broken about a game adaptation was Final Fantasy the Spirits Within, which actually had nothing to do oh, with any of the bad. Final Fantasy games that had come out. Yeah. It's another instance of them just going, hey, let's name something Final Fantasy so people will go and pay money. And it bankrupted yeah. yeah. their company. Yeah, and it had absolutely nothing to do with Final Fantasy whatsoever. I went and saw it at the movie. And Sony had to bail um, them out. Yeah, Sony had so. to physically buy part of their company to help them. That was when, yeah, that was when they were still Squaresoft. Yep. So, and then they merged with um, yep. Enix. So, well, Sony bought Enix and, and Squaresoft, and they become what yep, we know Enix now. Because as Square Sony Enix. bought them because right. they had to survive. To dilute Sony's power, they merged with Enix, so the shares yep. they got a little bit less. And then eventually, I think fairly recently, Square Enix did a buyback where they basically bought back the shares that Sony owns of them. Yep. So basically, because people were pointing out like, how why is a major publisher sitting on their board of directors going, you should make games of PlayStation. Yes, only PlayStation. Yes, yes. Like, like <laughs> people going, isn't that a monopoly? So it's like going, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but look, as I said, if, if, if that never happened and Sony never bought out uh, Squaresoft and Enix games, we wouldn't have the amazing game we're going to get on June 20th called Final Fantasy 16. So hey, look, Jamie, to your, to yeah. your, to your, to alleviate your fears, let me alleviate your fears. One, one, unlike previous JRPGs where they take the script, they translate it, and then they just sort of like just release it. They, they wrote the script, they gave it to their English team who then read the script and then went, okay, that doesn't make sense. Let's change it to that. And then they, they all came back together in a room and then decided on a universal script of what the story should be, so it works in all languages, and so and like so. But it's kept in with the core thing. They the director was like, we are because it's basically said in like their version of fantasy England. Everyone is English. All the voice actors are English. So it's not like this one American guy going, "Hi, I'm from like I'm from a fantasy land." And he also made sure that every single region 
of the world has a specific English dialogue or dialect so that when you are in a mercenary band and you hear someone speak in an English accent, you actually know which part of the world they're from because of that accent. I'm going, see, this is the level of detail I want. And this is why Creative Unit 3 is the best team. In they made FF14. This is why they're the best team. This is obviously why they're doing it. But Jamie doesn't like turn-based combat, which I get totally fine. But this is not turn-based, though. This is done by the same people that did your favorite game, Jamie, Dragon's Dogma. Like this is done by the I'm combat sorry, guys. But, who did um, that I'm game. sorry, but unless unless we can recreate what they did with Samurai Pizza Cats, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie. Oh, you will, you Jamie. will, you will come to. But no, 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 look, I'm sorry, but I, I, I am all filled up. I've got Jedi Survivor. I'm, I'm on my second playthrough. Once I'm done that, I've still got the Jurassic World uh, game that I want to get to. Just have a quick go of that, where you build your own park. Yeah. Um, then after that, it will probably will be Spider Man. Um, which I'm sorry, and then I'll be booked out for six months. You see, you... well, see, Spider Man September from memory. Yeah. So again, September, uh, he'll get this game in June. He'll have time to play it. Well, if it's a true Final Fantasy game, if I get this game in June, um, I'll probably still be playing it through Dece December. Yeah, well, you know, I might have to take a break and. Play Spider Man and then come back. To yeah, it. I'm and I'm I you know I I do have uh, I have slipped uh, Red Dead Redemption two under under my pile because I want to replay that that wonderful just refreshing cowboy movie game. Uh, but again, but, you know, so but, but also knows? like again, the fact that the Godfather of my son is not going to play a Final Fantasy sixteen is quite alarming, <laughs> and, and, and as part of his. Duties to help me raise my child in the in the white right ways of understanding what good storytelling is. It is it is. A, I'm sorry, but it is almost essential as part of your responsibility as, as Godfather <laughs> oh, to play oh, this okay. game. Oh, look for research. <laughs> I'm not going to pull that card out often, but for this one, I oh, I am pulling the card out and I am placing it on the table. And I will not I'm do it often. Then I'm but pulling I'm out the card and saying, I'm saying, hurry up and play Je uh, Jedi yeah. Survivor. Okay. I will absolutely, you know what? I will play Jedi Survivor 100%. But I'm pulling the Godfather card on this one out. I'm putting it on the table <laughs> saying, <laughs> I will play it, but I don't have to like it. I don't know. I, you don't have to <laughs> like it. I know you will. That's the point. That's the beauty of this. You think I will. Oh, no, like, I know you will. You think I will. You think I will. You think I will. Look, if this is I not will. like this is not like Hellcats, where I, that wasn't a good show. Like, like, I, like no, was, you were is... convinced it was a good show. She was hot you in an outfit, flipping around. I, like, you know, I was young. Are you say, are you saying you were confused? I was confused. <laughs> you didn't know what what was overcoming you. Yes, but <laughs> no, this one I'm convinced, Ryan. Any final thoughts on this particular conversation? <laughs> Look, uh, this is not the Final Fantasy podcast, but all I can say is I, I will be getting it. I will be enjoying it, and uh, I would, I would, uh, if, if Jamie does get it, I, I hope he does enjoy it because it'll open your yeah. world up to a whole bunch. It, it's more his birthday on Amazon. When you buy a present for someone's birthday, you can say as a gift, and then make sure it gets there. So again, this is just, I'm not, I, I'm not saying anyone has done that. I'm just saying that you know. If someone were to do that, <laughs> you know. Well, as 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 we come to the end, 
as we come to the end of this almost two hour podcast, <laughs> um, we surely know how to wing it this time. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to send us a story, uh, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Reach out to us on our Instagram stories underscore podcast. Uh, quick announcement before I lead you out to this finish. Uh, we are doing a crossover episode with our friends over at technically a conversation who were very similar to what me and Ryan started with this podcast. Uh, just, you know, crazy stories. Uh, they, they're really getting into the horror stuff lately, which I think Ryan will enjoy. Like they're just talking about, you know, uh, ex- exorcist and, and um, all that freaky deaky stuff. But yeah, they've, um, yeah, we've we've teed something up and that will be coming out on our our feed and their feed so you can watch it, listen to it uh, wherever you'd like. Uh, but definitely check them out. Technically a conversation. Um, now, I want to lead you out on a... On, on, and we will call Jamie's final thought. Jamie's final thought. Fantastic. <clears throat> Since hot dogs are basically just meat stuffed inside an animal intestine. A hot dog doesn't stop being a hot dog even after we eat it. We just become the new hot dog cases. And that, in a way, makes us hot dogs as well. Thank you, and we will catch you next time. See you next time. Gaming Kisses Lizards.